0: Hi, everybody. This is Norman with your daily podcast, We Go For It. We are sharing stories, observations, and great thoughts for all of you out there, the boldly aspiring. Aspiring to new things, aspiring to a better life. And we are in our Great Thoughts series. This is episode number 17. This this podcast is brought to you by Advancing Life Projects. Let us help you advance your life project. And there was an interesting quote, not really a quote, but it was a thought that came from the the great Mark Cuban, the owner of the Dallas Mavericks, billionaire, self-made man, and a very interesting person to read about. And he said in his, in, in I believe it was in an Inc. magazine article uh, a couple of years back, he said, if you want to succeed, don't follow your passion. And he went on to explain what he meant, which was, don't follow your passion, follow what you're good at. Do that, and you'll be successful. And it was interesting because quite often people talk a lot about, you know, you have to follow your passion, follow your heart's desire, and to a degree I've I've agreed with that. I believe that you need to be honest with yourself, that there is something that you must express, and you must find out what that is and then make every effort to express it and not to go to the grave with the music still in you. Now it was interesting because when he talked about don't follow your passion I would say now when I think about it I might say you know something to a degree you're right but then what are we supposed to do where, where does passion go well I have a problem with that word passion you know, when we talk about passion, we're talking about lack of control, emotion, just letting yourself go and and going out and doing crazy things you're, passion, you're passionate about. And I think it's great to be passionate about things. But I also feel that there is another element in our lives where we're not passionate necessarily but we are in deep harmonious gentle joyful vibration with it doesn't mean that we're always excited about it it doesn't mean that we're always gung-ho or or you know going crazy about something no but there are so many elements in our lives things that we do that give us a tremendous sense of fulfillment that's not necessarily passion. If I was to talk about myself, and it was interesting because they, uh, in the article, they talked about if you're passionate about ping pong, well, it's probably not going to lead you to a great career, uh, being passionate about ping pong and following that passion. No, they're probably right. But then why do we have to be so one-dimensional? Why do we have to say, well, you're passionate about ping pong, and then we focus on ping pong, or in my case, baseball? Why? Why do we have to just focus on one thing that we're passionate about and say, well, that's what you're passionate about? Not necessarily. You can be passionate about many, many different things. But we're still talking about the freedom to be passionate about something, things that are not necessarily going to help you make a place for yourself in society, to provide your valuable service to society. And I have to agree with that. However... As I said before, there are many things, many activities that we engage in that give us a tremendous sense of fulfillment, that give us a tremendous sense of well-being, of contribution and service. And it doesn't have to be crazy passion either. However, I believe in cross-training. There is a, a, a practice that I came across a long time ago called cross-training. Now by cross-training, I mean that you have your principle Activity for me, it's teaching and training, and to a lesser degree, writing. And in this activity, I, I I constantly feed it with things that I learn and things that I pick up from my passions. My passions could be for my passions could be very uh, short term. Could be for a six month period in two thousand twelve when van halen my favorite rock group of all time put out their last album ever i didn't know it at the time and i was crazy about that for the night for the for the following 6 months we i listened to every interview i played that that album every day several times to the point that my kids who were only 2 and 4 at the time i have 3 but the ones who were alive at that time they were 2 and 4 they remember it they, they like that music, they understand that music because I was really passionate about it. I was just, it was just incredible. And then there's baseball. I love baseball. I've learned so much. I have a book out that's coming out and it's about my experiences in baseball and how it fed my life and led to my coming of age. And when I started to think about these passions that I have, I realized that I really learned a lot about myself Pursuing my passion, passions. Let's go plural. And when I when I when I look back at what I've learned as I pursued these passions, I can take these lessons. First of all, I learn more about myself, so I I add to my relationship with myself. And then these lessons I take and I apply them in my teaching and training career. And It helps me find myself as a trainer. Some of the things that I picked up from an interview with my favorite rock band because they were so... For me, they were so clever and witty and intelligent and funny. Or I pick up, or I learned something about myself going through certain trials and tribulations in order to become better at baseball and become a contributing member to my team. And what I went through, what did I learn about myself? And how did that serve me when I started to go for the things in my life that were super important, not passing passions, but deep-seated things that vibrated with me on a permanent basis and were actually part of who I am. So we had this kind of mix going on, the cross-training of my passions and how it affected my, my place, providing, in my little way, providing service to the people who are around me, be it my community, be it the people I serve long distance, whatever. And so I realized that maybe We're not supposed to pursue our passion in order to make a living or find our place of contribution in society, but we should never discard it. We should never ignore our passions. We should go for them. We should learn from them and then take that knowledge, take those great experiences, those trials, those tribulations, those defeats, those victories, and say, wow, what have I learned about myself? I've learned this and this and this and you know something, it's good. And then take those lessons, take those things that you're picking up as you're pursuing a passion and apply it to your gainful activity whatever that might be, you might be a great, you might be an engineer, an architect, you might be a, a, a customer service person, you might be somebody who owns a restaurant, or you might be somebody who works in a restaurant, whatever. If that fulfills you and you find your yourself in that activity, it might not be passion, pure passion and emotion, which is what I think they were referring to in this article, but it could be something so deep and so meaningful to you that it's just this calm sense of well-being when you're doing it take all these great experiences all these great lessons that you're picking up by pursuing your other passions be it ping pong badminton music uh whatever it might be and see where it fits cross-train be constantly cross training trying to see well how does it how does that fit with what i'm doing where what am i learning where what can i apply of myself through these experiences it'll serve you well it has served me enormously and it's going to continue to serve me for the rest of my life and that's something that i hope that i that i hope you can also enjoy i want to thank you for your time I thank you for your time from wherever you are around the world and I wish you all a great day and I look forward to speaking with all of you again tomorrow. Thank you.